Ty Mann's joining us here on the program, and and Ty is a uh, he's got a special project coming out that is very interesting. He's been a part of a lot of things, and and he wrote the screenplay to an upcoming movie, My Brother's Keeper. And Ty, thanks for joining us. First of all, I know things are busy in life, and uh, we appreciate your time. But can you tell us a little bit about how the idea for the screenplay for the screenwrite came about to uh, the movie My Brother's Keeper? Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for having me, and I appreciate it. And um, just really thankful you guys took time to, to get us on your on your show today. So, yeah, I mean, this this story has kind of been around for a while because it's it's a little bit about my father and his return from Vietnam. Um, some of the things that we saw as young kids back then. Um, so I wanted to I wanted to write something about this this this. PTSD thing that is so troubling and to our men and women in uniform and just people in general who have suffered some type of trauma. Uh, so, so as it would be, we're on the set of A Question of Faith, which is another movie I wrote that was in theaters in 2017. And I just met T.C. Stalin. So he and I are standing out by the craft table talking and I just said, hey, you know something? I have this idea I've been wanting to do for a movie. And I'm looking at you in there perform. I'm looking at you standing here now. I think you'd be great at it. And he said, yeah, you write it. If you do it, let me know. And maybe a month later, I sent him the first draft. And that became the genesis of the story. We we, we tweaked it a little bit, and and it ended up being uh, – and TC ended up taking, the, the of course, the lead. And the rest is history. Here we are a few weeks away from release. When was your dad in uh, Vietnam? What years? My dad was over there, I think, 67, 68. My dad was right around that same time yeah. frame. I want to say he was there from like 69, 70, and 70, 71 time frame. Yeah, so, he, um, yeah, so he, he was a Marine in Vietnam. Yeah, so he was there right in the thick of it. When you talk about, um, I know it's a hard subject to talk about when it comes to PTSD because a lot of people think that PTSD just affects individuals that have been in something very traumatic like maybe war maybe 9-11 things like that but also psd can affect a lot of people just through the things that they go through in life so it can hit home to a lot of people so even though someone might not have gone through something as maybe traumatic as a war they can still relate to the fact and 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 see through this movie how to kind of maybe deal with or maybe what your experience when you wrote it dealing with ptsd from that perspective no, you're absolutely right because it's just not something that has an impact on military personnel. Uh, we we you have people all walks of life who are suffering through this disease, and I, and I pray what you're saying is exactly what will happen. That maybe people will recognize signs uh, when they watch the movie. Maybe they'll recognize a few signs themselves. And go, oh, you know, maybe I'm maybe I should go talk to someone here because I recognize a few things here. And then, then people who see the signs in the movie, who see what this character is going through, we pray that they, they will be able to go, okay, yeah, I, I need to just get some help. I need to go talk to someone. So you're right, but this is a movie from, for everyone, not just for those who have been in the military. Yeah, and I think it's uh... – I think it's pretty good to see just how the movie evolves. And, and there's some, some things in there that will make people think. 
I don't want to give away too many secrets because that's the whole point of the movie. But but it also comes down to right. the, to the very fact that that the faith based aspect of it, the the faith, the church counselor, the support from the church is pretty integral in this. Can you share a little bit about your faith and maybe how you came to faith? Well, that's exactly, you know, you, you hit it right there. And, I, and I, I'll, I'll go back to tell you this story. Uh, I, I said earlier that my father suffered uh, PTSD. And, of course, back that time, we didn't know it was PTSD. We called it shell shock. Uh, that was the term. But uh, my mother finally just said, okay, that's enough. We can't live this way with you anymore. And she decided to leave him. We went to uh, our grandmother's, and a few days later, my father came there and said, hey, look, I need to do something about this. I don't want to lose my family. I don't want to lose you guys. So my grandmother suggested that they go to the church and be counseled by the the, the pastor. And they did. And in doing that, it led to my father becoming a deacon, becoming a minister, becoming a pastor himself. So... That's how I came to my belief and my faith the way I am today because I saw just what could happen if you walk through the doors of those churches, uh, of, of our churches, because that the fact that my mom and dad decided to walk through the doors of that church saved uh, their marriage and gave us 40 more years with our father before he passed away, you see. So that, that, Watching them do that as a young 10-year-old child back then showed me just how powerful faith can be. And I've been trying to to walk in it in in varying degrees, of course, as I became more mature uh, in my life. But I've been trying to walk in it ever since. You know, it sounds like when you're writing this particular film, it hits a little close to home, or it is actually home for you because it's based on your father. How did it how did it compare writing this film because of the personal nature of it versus maybe some of the other films that you've written? You know, it wasn't hard. I, I'm not going to sit here and say it was hard because those times were many, many years ago. Um, you know, you, you're going to see, you, I think it sounds like you've already seen the film. So you, there's some, things in the film, some outbursts of the film that actually happened the way we saw it as kids. So those times were, were, were many years ago and, and we've we've come to reconcile that we did with our father and we put all that in our past because again, we had some beautiful years out of you know, over that short period of time that he was dealing with this this illness. So it wasn't so hard. I, I was more worried about not trying to indict anyone, not trying to indict the military, not trying to indict the, the church. I was trying to make sure that I wrote a story where I wasn't pointing the fingers and blaming anyone for anything. That was my biggest worry while writing the movie is that I didn't cross any line that made it feel like I was blaming someone for having PTSD. Uh, or I was trying to mock the disease in itself or trying to portray it in a lighter light because if you it, you really can't portray it in a light light. It is what it is. It's a very dark disease. So those were my biggest worries. And I, I, I worry about a lot of that stuff when I write anything. So, 
<laughs> I don't know if it was that much of a difference because when I'm writing, I'm, I'm really worried about am I getting things right? Am I telling the story right? Um, well, I think you came across, yeah, I think you I did think that I, and you came across, uh, you know, being able to present the story and being able to share what it is, the message you wanted to share and, and do it in a way that's, you know, it's kind of like the emo, uh, the roller coaster of emotion. You have the highs, the lows, the laughs, the tears. It's all in there. And in the end, I think people will be walking away from this movie with more than what they went into it. So I think you did a good job doing that. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask well, you is, you. yeah, you bet. Um, the cast, you mentioned TC Stallings. You know, he's been in, in a few movies and he's, uh, you know, longtime uh, football player. People might know him from his uh, football playing days. Uh, Joey Lawrence is right. in it um also we've got yeah. uh who yeah. pe- people would know rudy huxtable um you know she's in it yeah, uh Keisha. yeah uh, Keisha is in it. Okay. robert richard he's there he's been in a lot of things so when you put together this movie okay. did, did you have these people in mind or did this did it come after the fact because that's pretty that's a pretty good all-star cast right there for this movie yeah no no really um the only person that I, when I was writing this that I had in mind was TC because we had had that conversation. Uh, but, you know, again, I try to write stories that will attract the talent. So I try to, to write a story that when we send it out to people, we will get talent that will read it and go, Ooh, I want to be in this movie. And, it's a, it's just been a blessing. You know, we 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 sent out to to Keisha Nightpolium. She read the script, fell in love with it. Said, "Yes, I really want to play this part." Uh, Greg Allen Williams read it. Oh, I really want to be this. You know, I want to play this part. Robert, uh, Jeff Lawrence. I mean, so it, it's just been a blessing that we we're able to present them something that they read and will go, "Man, I I want to be a part of this." And um, we're just happy that we were able to put together the cast that we have because that cast did a fantastic job in the film. And, um, you know, they were backed up by an incredible crew that worked really hard. And I, I just got to tell you, I'm, I'm, I feel every day I feel blessed and I just appreciate them all so much because it means so much that, that, that you would get these great talents that would say, Man, I, I want to come perform the words you wrote on that piece of paper. And that's just a blessing. And I'm just thankful to all of them for it. And I believe you played the prison guard in it. Was that you, the prison guard? <laughs> keen eye, my friend. You have a keen eye. <laughs> what, what? Yeah, I did. That yeah, okay. I thought that was you. What, what side... Of of the camera, do you like best? Do you like the being on screen? Do you see yourself maybe writing some films for you to star in, or do you like the kind of behind the scenes <laughs> no. part of it? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm the last person you want to see out on the screen a lot. <laughs> uh, no, I, uh, I, um, no, that just each time I've been in my movies, they've each come at. This, hey, we need somebody type reaction. Uh, I was actually in A Question of Faith. If you haven't seen that movie, you'll spot me in that. And again, I was just standing there and they, you know, the director came over and said, hey, we need somebody to do this. You, you, can you go change this shirt? Like, yeah, go ahead. Just go stand over there and smile. Don't say anything. 
And it, it happened again on this movie. The same director said, oh, Ty, we need you to come do this. You, you have to do this now so we can get this shot. So, uh, no, I mean, I, 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 I did do some acting in the movie Redeemed that we did after this one. I, I, I stood alongside T.C. Starlin's again and performed with him there. But I like being on the other side. I like the writing. Um, I am trying to move into directing. I did direct the movie Redeemed. Uh, But I like being on that opposite side of the camera for sure. The talent has all the hard work, man. Those guys work hard. God bless them, but they have to work hard. And I I, I always say I got the easy job. I get to write it and say action and cut, and that's it. Ty Manns is with us, and maybe you'll have this kind of Stan Lee thing going. You know, every time he put together a movie, he'd always make some sort of cameo in it. So maybe maybe we'll see you in these cameos as you continue to put out these films. I don't know. Um, now, now, that's, after, not a, now that's not a bad idea. Yeah, just put the little cameo here <laughs> and there doing something. All right, if I do that, I'm going to blame it on you, okay? I'm gonna, and my man told me to do this. Yeah, that'll, that'll be the thing, the, the little thing that people will come to, the, the little extra. It's like, okay, what's he going to be? Where is he going to be here? we got to keep a lookout for it. Um, That's a good idea. Yeah, okay. You're planting the seed here, brother. Yeah, I, I, think, I, think, I think you should do that. That'd be good. Um, you mentioned that uh, your father, it's the, the movie My Brother's Keeper, based on your father and his experience in Vietnam and PTSD. Um, now, you went on to to be in the military and have a military career before your movie career. After seeing what your father had gone through, what made you decide to want to be a part of the military yourself? Uh, you know, I, I had no fear at all. By the time I, I got up to military age, you know, our, our father had prepared us for everything. And he was a great father. He was a great man. Uh, the, you know, outside of our, our Lord and Savior, the greatest man I've ever known. Uh, so he he had prepared us. And you know, my oldest brother went into the military first. And then I wanted to follow and uh, be a part of that. Now, I, I admit, I, I, I never had any intentions in the beginning to stay as long as I did. But I did want to serve. And um, it just happened that 24 years after saying I do, I was saying I, 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 I'm i done. <laughs> and, uh, I had a great career, and uh, my wife, I met my wife. My wife was in the military uh, for 10 years. Uh, my oldest son, or my wife and I, our oldest son, is now second lieutenant in the Marine Corps. And our youngest son uh, will be commissioned second lieutenant Army this summer. So it's just in us to serve our country. And um, it's, it's, it's kind of what we feel like we should be doing is, you know, giving our country some years of our life. Um, and I don't know how long my sons will, will stay in uniform, but, you know, they, um, they're they going to be one is serving and the other one will soon be serving their country like, like me and granddad and mom did. When you when you sit back and you look at your career and you look at now the the future career of your your sons going through the military, it's got to be a, a proud feeling to know that it's a, it's a generational thing that started with your father. Um, I mean, that's got to be something that that makes the family proud to be able to sit back and see 
just kind of the, the service that you're doing to your country and, and how you guys are giving back because it's not easy, especially in the politically heightened world that we live in. It's not easy to sit back as a father, I would imagine, and be like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send my sons off to the military and, and watch them go. Um, so I guess it's gotta be just that proud moment that you said that you guys as a family have decided to serve the country and put the country first. And we gotta, you know, first off, thank you guys for your service because that's just, you know, unbelievable in the day where, you know, narcissism reigns supreme that you will sacrifice, you know, your guys' self and put the country and others above you. And so we really appreciate that. But that's gotta be proud for you as a father to see your kids, uh, following your footsteps and the footsteps of your father. Yeah, you know, you, you, you hit the, the nail right on the head. I tell you, two of my proudest moments, uh, in the, re- in recent years, and I, as a matter of fact, they both happened last year, uh, was one, me being a retired infantry officer, I was able to swear in our, yo- our oldest son. I was able to give him his oath of office, uh, when he was commissioned second lieutenant. And I, I can tell you, standing up on that stage, and, I, and I've, I've, I've re-enlisted many of soldiers in my day as a commander uh, out there in, in these infantry units, but standing on that stage that day with my right hand raised, looking at my son in his eye and reading him that oath is something that, uh, you know, I just, I'll never forget. And then um, a few short months later, my uh, our youngest son decided he wanted to go to infantry basic training during his break and watching him become an infantryman himself when he graduated and going up there being able to pin on that blue infantry cord on his shoulder was um you know just one of those moments that as a father just brings you to tears to see that your your sons are willing to like you say they're willing to serve their country they're willing to sacrifice themselves for the, for the, 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 the good and the need of the country and they do it voluntarily because uh, trust me, mom and I had no conversations about them growing up about the military. We wanted them to choose their own life, but it just happened to be that, um, you know, this is where they evolved to. And, and we're proud of both of them. They're great, they're great military officers. And we're just very proud of them. Well, again, we can't thank you guys enough for your service and for the dedication and commitment that you put forth for our country to, you know, keep people like myself free, allow us to have the freedoms that we enjoy today. So we thank you for that. No, thank you. I appreciate you saying that. Thank you very much. So the movie... The movie My Brother's Keeper, I believe it's coming out March 19th of this year, 2021. Uh, so for those of you in places that have theaters open, because I'm here in Los Angeles and we're closed right now, um, you can go and see the movie in theaters. So you have to check your local listings on that. Otherwise, it's it's on demand. So you can, can just kind of search the movie. And I believe the website is mbkfilm.com, mbkfilm.com. And so people can go there for uh, probably for information, depending on where you're at uh, in the country and how your uh, your state is. Um, but we, but uh, I recommend it. A great movie. It was uh, pretty powerful. Like I said, it was kind of the the roller coaster of emotions. You had the laughs, the cries, the uh, you know the heartfelt moments, and and then the the twists, kind of the, the the secrets that came out that then kind of changed the the way you're experiencing the movie and I don't want to give things away. So I'm kind of giving this general description of it, but I definitely recommend that uh, you see this movie, my brother's keeper. And again, coming out uh, March 19th of this year, 2021. 
Anything else you want to share about the film or the experience or or anything else that you want to just share with us? Uh, you know, no, look, I just, we're thankful uh, for everyone uh, who, we're thankful for you guys for taking the time to want to talk to us. We really do appreciate that. I appreciate that. Thank you. And we just, you know, we want people to go see the movie. We want you to be safe. Theaters are open and, you know, we want you to go out and enjoy it, but we want you to be safe. Make sure you're doing all the right things and, and go out and sit and enjoy the movie. I think you uh, appreciate you, 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 you hit all the right spots. I think people will enjoy this movie and, uh, you know, we just want you to go out and be safe and have a good time. It's a family movie. Uh, Dove gave us uh, a wonderful rating. So it's 12 years and up. So, uh we're just excited. Thank you guys for taking the time to, to talk to us about it. I, 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 I do appreciate you. Ty Mans, My Brother's Keeper is the movie, coming out March 19th. And again, the website, MBK, the letters, MBKfilm.com. And again, the movie is My Brother's Keeper. Ty, thanks so much. We appreciate it. And uh, we look forward to uh, more uh, work coming from you, more movies perhaps, and, and maybe those uh, extra cameos as you put out new movies. <laughs> I'm going to do that now, and I'm going to blame you. I'm going to blame this interview when people say, why are you doing this? I'm going to go call this guy right here. Yep. Talk me into it. <laughs> I, think, I, I think it'll be great. <laughs> Thank you. Ty, thanks oh, so much. Man. Thank you again. I appreciate it. Man. You bet. Have yeah, a good you're one. You're very welcome. Thank you. Take care, and we'll, right. uh, we'll bye talk bye. soon. Ty Mans, My Brother's Keeper, great interview. Again, definitely you guys should check out the movie when it comes out on March 19th. And uh, again, like he said, it's 12, it's rated 12 and up. So definitely a family movie that you can see. And especially if you have issues like PTSD or no people, or maybe you want to just find out more about it in, in, a, in a movie kind of way, kind of a, I don't want to say entertaining kind of way, but an entertainment forum and uh, maybe get little tips on how you can then keep an eye out on others that might have PTSD. So thanks, Ty Mans, for joining us. We really appreciate it. And that's going to do it for the show here tonight. We'd like to thank you for listening. Again, uh, you can follow us uh, on Instagram, at Edom Rocks, E-I-D-E-M-R-O-C-K-S. That's my Instagram page. You can also go to RadioWarp.com if you're listening on the apps. Got a new website coming. Every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Pacific time, Radio Warp Live. We're going live, and, and pretty soon we're getting to the point where we're going to be able to take your phone calls as well. So that's pretty exciting that we look forward to. So once again, thanks for listening. Do tell a friend, and until next time, God bless.